0: Welcome to the Empowered 21 Leadership Podcast. My name is Caleb Worley, the Executive Director at Empowered 21. And today I'm joined by a special guest, Dr. Mike Rakes, who pastors Winston-Salem First. He's also Chairman of the Board at Oral Roberts University. You are in for a great uh, lesson today and also just a fun time hearing what God is doing through Dr. Rakes and the Empowered 21 community. Dr. Rakes, welcome to the E21 Podcast. Great to be here. Wow, you know, as we have been talking on camera, off camera, I love just your spirit and just the the story of your life and ministry. Take us back a little bit. Tell us, how did you get involved in ministry?
1: Well, m- uh, my mom and dad were in ministry, so I was kind of born in- into that. But I-, I did run from God for a while in the sense of I'm not never gonna be involved in ministry. I'm certainly never gonna pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, when you tell God that, you're in real never trouble. Never say that. Yeah, I know, so that's what happened. But uh, when I was 28, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit that would forever change my life. I was actually pastoring, and uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit introduced himself to me, and Mm -hmm. I met Jesus in a deeper and greater way and changed everything.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Now, as a leader, you've worn many hats. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have worked in many different settings. What would you say to those that might be listening to us today on a leadership front uh, that have been some keys that have helped you in sustaining what God has allowed you to do over the, you know, the last few decades? What, what are those leadership keys that you've applied?
1: Well, I think a leader has to come to a place where you say, okay, does God speak or doesn't he speak? Mm. You have to answer that question. And I went to enough seminaries and there was a lot of disagreement over that. It's a major issue, right? We call it epistemology, but uh, does God speak? And I believe he speaks. I know that he speaks and Mm -hmm. he communicates in various ways. So I think as a leader, you have to be able to pick up on God thoughts Mm. and however he decides to get those to you. I think he's so holy, so awesome, so great beyond us that that he has to um, put himself inside situations to communicate with us and guide us. So I think leadership is about listening
0: wow that's amazing and you know within power 21 some of the focuses that we talk about we talk about unity we talk about the next generation right. we talk about the holy spirit and the great commission right. and in order to achieve any of those things you probably better be listening to what the holy spirit is you saying. you have to it's critical he is speaking and he's speaking all the time because the spirit is always
1: moving us forward mm-hmm. right he's always about the the eschaton and and moving us toward the end of things. Or yeah. uh, I like to say from Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10, he knows God's thoughts. Wow. So nobody knows God's thoughts except the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if we're really gonna engage and do what God wants to do in the earth or what's coming next, You have to engage with those thoughts and that's through
0: the holy spirit that's amazing now you also are a global council member for empower 21 tell us a little bit about that empower 21 journey that you've been on and and why you're involved in empower 21.
1: in the early days when e21 was just getting started i happened to be in a room in washington dc when we were brainstorming that with next-gen leaders Mm -hmm. and uh, we were talking about how um this generation was being blocked from understanding the power of the spirit. Wow! And uh, I dropped the phrase uh, "semantic eclipse" that mm. that our vocabulary had created a blockage. So watching E21 really uh, hone it out, figure it out by listening all over the world and put this into play, and now being a part of it by mm-hmm. sitting on the on the council—it's pretty amazing. And so I represent the scholars, uh, uh, the, the the minds of, of the movement of what God's doing around the earth. And it's an honor to sit on the council. Wow. Yeah,
0: You know, with Empower 21, we have different work groups, which is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We have a scholars work group, True. we have a discipleship commission, we have a global evangelist alliance, and then we have a next gen group. And we're seeing some great traction around the globe. Uh, we also have congresses regionally and globally happening on a regular basis. Uh, one of the things that, as a leader, maybe for people that are listening, they think, well, if God's with you and the Spirit has filled you, then you're just gonna conquer at all times. But the reality is you sometimes will go through adversity. So speak to that thought for a moment of how have you been able to get through adversity as a leader and as a, a pastor? Well,
1: if you're called to be a leader, you're, uh, God's leading you into adversity, mm. right? So uh, they don't need a leader. If, if this is a good situation, you know, the people are analyzing, oh, should I take this? This seems like a good situation. If it's a good situation, you shouldn't go mm. because God's going to call you into challenging places and uh, um, seeing that. Uh, and E21 allows you to network with people around the world, and you put that together. You go, oh, this person's going through that, or they're suffering in, in this unique way in their ministry, and you see that it's it's a, it's a pedagogy, it's a, it's a style of teaching that the Spirit uses. You know, Jesus said, in this world you'll have trouble. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Holy Spirit says, okay, this is the curriculum you've been dealt. This, yeah. is, this is what's happening to you, but I'm gonna teach you through this, and teach you faith, and how to overcome this so you can move, to higher and greater levels of influence.
0: That is so good, I heard one minister say it this way, we all wanna talk about overcoming, but then we never wanna overcome. <laughs> no, it's true, it's you true, know, it's we, we We confess, okay, I'm more than a conqueror, but that means you're gonna to have to conquer something. You will. You now, will. Uh, as a pastor, you've been pastoring now for how many years? 12 years, uh, well, in, this, in the same place in North Carolina, 12 years. Wow, Yeah. and I'm sure even in the last few years, you've seen you know, God opened up doors and closed doors. What would you say to maybe some pastors that are listening now that would be some wisdom in, in how to navigate the doors that God opens up?
1: Well, I would say the first, the, the God's called you there and not the, not the little old gossipers on the back row to mm-hmm. lead the church. So you have to step up and lead and overcome. Uh, Americans gripe. Americans complain. It may, it may be around the world, but I can only speak to the American context. <laughs> They're going to complain. Lead anyway. Do what the Spirit calls you to do in that place. You yeah. have to do it right. Mm-hmm. You have to build coalitions. You have to use a wisdom as you go through that. But there is a way, there are leadership techniques that you can use with task force and changing the culture. But the American culture uh, has changed dramatically. I think it's gonna be for the better for those of us that are spirit empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, so the postmodernism that's, that's coming yeah. means that our people aren't uh, using a set of beliefs anymore to convert anybody to Christianity. They have to tell their story. They have to translate, well, this is biblical, right? And uh, pluralism, uh, how how do pastors navigate? Should I go to this thing that the mayor has called downtown, that there's people of other faiths there? Mm -hmm. All these kinds of things. These are beautiful opportunities for pastors, but
0: they're complicated, and the Spirit helps us to navigate, uh, navigate this. That's amazing. You know, when I think about the experiences you've had and many different hats that you've worn, now you're chairman of Oral Roberts University. Uh, there may be some people listening to this podcast. What is Oral Roberts University and why are you involved in ORU? Well, we are raising up spirit empowered leaders, but uh, the, the key for me and the, the funnest
1: uh, part of watching uh, ORU from freshman to graduation mm-hmm. is that it's in all the disciplines and they interact together. You know, uh, a student doesn't have to be a believer to come to ORU. You know, mm-hmm. you you uh, you agree to abide by the honor code, and you're saying, okay, this is not yeah. this is not uh, party central. This is this is, this is a serious academic work. Uh, the faculty are amazing. The, the leadership around, of course, uh, Dr. Wilson's vision, globalization, and and then uh, the discipling of of these students uh, is working. But I'm I'm loving the uh, the gospel coming through all of the disciplines. Yeah. All I mean, uh, hundreds of, of uh, students come out every year and do go into ministry, maybe even would be in the thousands. But at ORU, everybody's in the ministry. Yeah. It's irrelevant where your paycheck comes from. And that's what I've enjoyed the most about ORU.
0: Yeah, well, I'm a product of ORU. I can remember arriving on campus and then graduating. And one of the things that stood out is the whole idea of going into every man's world. It's true. And understanding that God has called us, whether we're doctors or dentists, whether we're nurses or bankers, whether we're ministers or missionaries, that we should go into every man's world. And I think that's one of the most important components of that. You know, in the E21 journey, one of the things that we're focused on are these global Congresses. And our next big one is happening in Jerusalem, Pentecost week uh, of 2020. We're believing for 10,000 global leaders to come from all over, World to join us Mm -hmm. there. You're going to be one of those Um, leaders. um, You're bringing people from your church. Yes. So speak to those that might be listening as to why should people come to Israel and why should they join us for this global congress? Well, I think uh, in the Spirit
1: empowered movement, uh, we we have um, in the past fallen victim to this kind of this downplay of the Spirit's activity in the church. Mm. It's kind of embarrassing. I mean, I, I went to a lot of different seminaries. I've got a bunch of degrees. And um, most of my professors rarely talked about their personal relationship with Jesus. They were handing down incredible wisdom from Augustine and other theologians and all of this. But you rarely heard the passion of the Holy Spirit because of this embarrassment. And in the Spirit Empowered Movement, we we, uh, find that scholarship, especially the scholars, it's not that the Spirit makes you crazy, mm. it's the opposite. He empowers your intellect, right? Yeah. You do that, and, and I want our church, our people to in, engage with that. And so now what we're seeing is those that are really bright are recognizing their the Trinity means three, not just God the Father, not just God the Son. And it's incredible. Those are incredible teachings apart. But even Jesus said, I'm going away so I can send yeah. this beautiful gift to you, which wasn't a one-time encounter but a relationship, right? Those thoughts that we're talking about. So uh, I, think, I think being in Jerusalem, Uh, The day of Pentecost in 2020 is something special. And to hear from from these empowered leaders from around the world is just going to be amazing.
0: It's going to be special. And for those of you that may be listening or watching, we want to encourage you. You can get more information on that Jerusalem2020.com. If you're a pastor or a leader and you're listening to this, we want to invite you. This is your invitation. Join us in Jerusalem, Pentecost Week 2020 with leaders and pastors from around the world. It's going to be fantastic. Now, uh, Dr. Rakes, would you pray for those that are listening today? We don't know what they're going through. We don't know the obstacles. We know the reality is Jesus said in the world, you're going to have trouble. You you mentioned it earlier, but he said, take heart because I have overcome the world. Yes. Would you pray and speak to that today for those that are listening? Absolutely, well, take courage, take heart. And I just speak to the very core of who you are,
1: that you would not grow weary in doing well but that each morning, that every day, that you would sense the empowering of the Holy Spirit, and I just speak that into your mind and your heart, and I pray that you would not interpret what's going on in your ministry by the circumstantial things that are happening, by the attacks of the demonic realm, but I speak life into you, and I pray that you will lead with the uh, power of the Holy Spirit, your people to converse,
0: to talk, and share their faith with others. God bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Dr. Rex, thank you for joining us today. Great. And for those of you that are listening, we're glad that you joined us. Tune in next time for the Empower21 Leadership Podcast. And if you need more information, go to empower21.com or on social media at empower21. God bless. You.